Hey everyone, welcome back to the Enduring Churches podcast. This is Trent. I'm here with Alan, and and Alan, um, you know, we visit with with folks all the time, and we've been in situations where it was um, God had led us to go in a different direction to leave our current ministry, and so today we want to talk about how we did that. Um, so kind of kind of set the stage for us, Alan. Yes, so we're the Enduring Churches Podcast. We want you to stay where you're at. We hope you stay where you're at, but we also know that God sometimes moves people around for for different reasons, different seasons of life, um, different locations, and different needs. And so from time to time, there is a ministry move to be made. We're not going to stick our heads in the sand and ignore that. And so we want to talk about resignations today. And, you know, if we have time, We'll come back at the end and talk about maybe some of the abnormal circumstances. But Trent, I think for today's purposes, let's focus in on when we're resigning to maybe take another ministry or helping our staff resign under what we would just call normal circumstances. Yeah, very positive and hopefully very positive circumstances. It it may not always turn out that way, but you always want it to be that way. So yeah, let's let's talk about you know what's the right way to do this uh, and it's different for every situation too but um yeah we want to give some people direction on how to do this well yeah i think it's kind of like when you go back and watch the old movie pirates of the caribbean you know well they're more like guidelines so we want to give you some guidelines <laughs> for, um, for helping you do this in the in the right thing and really always the first question is is it the right time is this the right time to do that and there are certainly wrong times to do it just to, because you're upset or because you're frustrated i mean those are not good times to do any of this you know th- this is really seeking god and you know that he's led you to a new possibility and you know pastors i encourage you don't leave a church out of frustration or angst or any of those kinds of things if god wants you let him move you but let him open those doors before you go go through them but is it the right time i think that's always the first question yeah alan i had a, a pastor that i talked to uh, years ago that told me that every business meeting he carried a resignation letter in his coat pocket uh, and i'm like okay that's probably not a good example uh don't do that just like alan said don't don't get mad and, and throw your resignation letter down on the podium and say, I'm out of here. That's terrible. Um, instead, you know, be seeking for God to lead you and and to grow even in hard times. And so can't, we can't just be get mad and, and storm out. We need to. And so this is that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking really about, um, you know, positive situations. Yeah. And can I just say before we go further that. Every time I've resigned, I look back and there's something I wish I had done differently. Mm-hmm. So there's no perfect way to go about it because it's always an emotional decision. There's emotion tied into it. There's things that you can't account for that are tied into it. So it's never going to be perfect. But please listen to our heart in this because I think there's some things that we need to do. We're in a role now where we see people resign and we see some missteps some huge missteps along the way that could have been dealt with on the front end with with um, just a basis of information. That's what we want to help you with. It's going to give you some 
some guidelines that can work through that. So start with the right people. You need to tell the right people um, when God is working in your life and it's about time and you know it's about time for you to move on. So start with the right people because there are the wrong people out there. Oh, yeah. And and again, uh, as we talk through this, this really is to encourage you to help um, maintain relationships, not to throw away relationships. Uh, if you resign, you're leaving your ministry, but hopefully you, you're able to keep those relationships, those friendships at that place. And uh, gosh, that, I know Alan and I both, when we've moved to different places, uh, that's been our goal is, hey, you got some friends here you want to keep those friends and keep those relationships you don't want to shut the door or burn a bridge uh years ago a good friend curtis jones always told me he said don't burn your bridges you're going to need those someday and and so that, that was important so you do have to talk to the right people um those people that i guess that you trust that are in those relationships the thing alan that's really hard about that and knowing when to tell the right people that is such a struggle and as you know as i've met with search committees that are looking to call a pastor uh, i make a big deal about telling them not to say things or post things on social media that hey we're looking at so and so because you could really ruin their existing ministry where they're at now and so and then that timing that takes away that ability for them to tell the right people at the right time yeah your key leaders in your church should be in the know and the only exception to that is someone who can't keep a secret and we all have them in our churches let's be honest they're people who are going to tell everybody they may not mean to they may look at them and say now you can't tell anyone this but you know we're going to be looking for a new pastor well that's not that's not going to work because they didn't keep it to themselves then it's not going to be kept to themselves and you know i was i was so grateful in my last church i had a, a board that they did they they kept it to themselves and they they honored that and i knew them and knew that they would honor that um, and i was so blessed to have them um, but you got to tell somebody because you got to start putting wheels in motion that things are potentially going to be happening so Tell the right people. And the, I think the second thing is, in this entire process, be gracious. You know, this is, should be our demeanor the whole time. I should be gracious. Well, yeah, and it is so that you can continue those relationships. Um, that's not the time to say, well, you know, I'm leaving. And and some of y'all made that happen because you're jerks. You know, that, that may not be the thing to share. Uh, be gracious. Um, you know, and so that you can maintain a relationship with that ministry position or that church or the, or some people in that church. And so I agree, Alan, you do need to be gracious and be kind in the words that you use. Well, I also think that's going to let you go away feeling better about what you've done. You know, if you leave, if you leave angry or you leave bitter or you leave in some other way, even if you've got somewhere else to go, that's always going to be in the back of your mind. You know, I, mm -hmm that every time i've resigned i look back and there are things i could have done better so that's something that we need to really think about when we're talking about that is be positive in that so that's the other part so be direct be positive so don't beat around the bush about this yeah um and 
and it's a it's a good time to be like you said positive and so you can be appreciative of those people um you know i'd i'd heard a, a situation where a staff member uh, resigned and and uh unfortunately the church didn't really take the opportunity for to allow them to be appreciative or you know to for other people on the staff to, to be appreciative of that person who was leaving. Um, I think that's a really, it's important, you know, when you're, when somebody else is leaving, say you've got a staff member on your church, uh, pastor, you know, leader, be, be appreciative and, and tell them, even if you haven't necessarily seen eye to eye throughout the years, be appreciative and you be gracious if someone else is resigning in your, in your church staff. Yes, so that is just one of the things that you have to do is take that time to be, again, direct, be positive. So don't don't sit there and tell your church, well, I'm thinking about leaving and I'm get to the point where you're pretty confident that this is going to happen so you can speak directly to it and you don't have to kind of put them in limbo. You want to do as little of that as possible. So kind of get to that place where you really feel confident that God is moving you. You know, you don't want to start this process three years before unless you know that you're coming to a point in time you're going to retire or something like that. You want to make sure that you've set the church up um, to handle this as you're going forward. You may be making all those changes behind the scenes. You may be working on succession plans, and I hope you are. Every church needs a succession plan, so I hope that you're doing that. But make sure that you're doing your part in, in all of this. Yeah, I'm not dragging it out, and, and um, Alan put our note together today, and he talked about uh, you know not having a, a long delay uh, I think that's really, really important to be able to, you know, to be able to tell your key leaders and then shortly after that to be able to say to your church as a whole, don't make it, you know, tell your key leaders and then a year later tell your, your whole church that that's not going to go well because it forces your, your leaders to have to hold that in confidence for too long and it just becomes a burden on their hearts and, and so you don't want to do that as well so trent let's talk about telling your key leaders um as well as the whole church if i can get my words out there but how long should you wait between the time you tell your key leaders to the time you tell the whole church well and may i i can tell you i've probably not done this well um, because I struggle with that. Um, you know, I have not told key leaders a long time in advance. I mean, maybe, maybe a few days, but I, gosh, I am certainly not going to go months and months ahead of time. There's no way. Uh, just because I don't think it's fair to those leaders to have to hold that piece of information. Uh, you know, talk about a deacon body. Well, they can't, if it, they're going to keep that in confidence, they can't tell their family and they can't tell their friends. And so it just becomes a burden. And uh, you don't want you don't you want to be in control of the narrative. You want to be the one who tells the whole church. And so I, you know, just a day or two, you know, and then tell the whole church. But some people do it way longer. 
Yeah, that's typically how I've worked. Um, there's even been a point where I met with the key leaders before church and then told the rest of the church later that day. Um, but there's also been an instance where I talked to my key leaders because I wanted them to tell me um, when was the appropriate time to tell the church and what they thought, because I trusted their their insight to that better than I trusted my own. So that was actually, you know, a few weeks in advance of it, but it was hard on them and I hated to do that to them. But they again, they handled it well. Some of that's about knowing your leadership team and knowing what they can carry and what they're willing to carry in part of that. But you want to keep that delay short because that honors your key leaders. So make sure that you, you know, put those things together. It may be a thing where you have a ask for a special meeting on Thursday with your key leaders and then you tell the church on Sunday, whatever. But typically you want to keep that time short. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, you don't want it to be a burden on those folks that you care about and you appreciate. Uh, and so um there when that happens when you give your resignation uh, and share that with your whole church there are going to be some people um, that are going to be really upset with you um, that and folks that you felt close to or friends and um, especially if you didn't go to them personally and tell them and so alan how do you what's that's a struggle isn't it that is a really challenging thing. You need to know, we talked about friendship last week. You need to know those key friends. And I would encourage you, if you've got someone that is a really close friend that you let them know, you probably will. But part of your resignation should say something to the extent of, I wish I could come to each of you individually and I can't, but I want all of you to know together because I value all of you. And you know, somehow you're going to have to incorporate that into your resignation. But you've got to understand that it's an emotional decision. You're the, you're the spiritual caregiver for people in your church. And no matter what you do, some of them are going to be hurt when you leave. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's a very emotional, like you said, and, and you want to be gracious. But I remember, Alan, the last uh, my last pastorate that I uh, shared my resignation with, it was, it was like dead quiet after I, after I shared that I had my wife with me and, and I mean, like nobody moved, nobody said anything for several minutes. And, and it was just hard, you know, because we loved those people so much and, and they loved us well. And, and so there were people that were upset with us, you know, that, first of all that we we're leaving and then maybe because we didn't go to them individually but uh, it's, it's just an emotional time and you've got to be okay with that the emotion the emotion part goes away after a while but it is an emotional time so you also have to recognize this other element as soon as you tell your key leaders that you are leaving your ability to basically set the tone or set the environment ends. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many pastors I've met who think that once they resign, they can still uh, tell everyone how they're going to do everything and how things are going to go. And it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. They, they call it a lame duck in politics. Right. Um, and it's, it can be feel that way in ministry in the ministry setting. Uh, you're right, especially once you've told the entire church, 
because they're already having to mentally prepare themselves for the next step. And so they're, and you would want them to, you would want them to begin to take leadership roles so that you're, that when you leave, then it, things are being taken care of. They're continuing on. And so it's better if it's that you're not the person who's still trying to keep everything going. Yeah. So your main job, once you've announced your resignation, is to make sure that the church has the key information to move forward, that they have what they need in place so that they can move forward successfully. Your job's not to lead them anymore. Your job is to, to guide them to lead themselves. So do they have all the information they need? Do, are you responsible for lining up an interim or uh, helping them establish that process? Is that your last act? You, some bylaws tell, say that that's what you're supposed to do. So what are your responsibilities as the as the outgoing pastor? Make sure that the church um, has all that information they need and be willing to accept that phone call when someone calls you and says, we don't know where this is. <laughs> can you Can you tell us where it is? You know, again, be gracious. This is an overarching thing of graciousness that we should be mindful of. Yeah, and it's a good opportunity to teach some people, hey, you know, I've been taking care of this responsibility every Sunday, like turning on lights or air conditioning. Make sure that you hand off that baton to someone by teaching them, hey, these are this is where all these switches are. Or, you know, in our church, we had a hidden light switch that turned on some lights. And so you needed to be able to teach somebody, okay, this is where this light switch is because you're going to be frustrated because it's always on when you come, but let me tell you where it is, you know, things like that, little things, but don't forget those because you want to save them frustration. Certainly. That's what we want to do. So we want to save their frustration. I love that. That's the right way to say that. So these are just some guidelines again, to help you know how to resign well, um, we didn't talk about your your resignation letter so much, but you need to write one and at least incorporate all those things. Be gracious, be loving, be supportive, be direct, and say God's opened a new new opportunity that I'm going to be the the pastor here, or I'm going to be the, the director here, or whatever it is you're going to do. You know, let them know what you're you're going to be doing, and thank them, and and encourage them, and remind them that it's God's church; it's not really your church. So. You know that they know that. And, you know, once you've resigned a time or two, you realize how fast churches really do move on without you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you feel like you're integral. And while you're there, you are. But when you're gone, you know, it's it's not about you. It never was about you. And they're going to be OK. So um, remember that. So let's talk about it, too. Sometimes you might be in a church where you've got staff members or even key volunteers will sometimes resign. So how how should we deal with that when they resign? And again, we're talking about normal circumstances. They've not done something they shouldn't do. Your treasurer hasn't embezzled money or anything like that. We're talking about normal circumstances. So, you know, how should we handle that situation? I think some of the things that we mentioned above really do apply to this as well. If you're the, the leader and you have a staff member that is resigning, uh, Gosh, this is a great time to be gracious and be thankful and to be openly thankful before the congregation. And to um, because, you, again, you want to keep those relationships. You want the church to keep those relationships and, and things to be positive as you move forward. So 
some of those same things about being gracious and positive, I think, apply to this situation as well, Alan. Yeah, so I grew up in a really large church. When someone, when a pastor resigned, the pastor read the resignation. When a staff member resigned, typically in my church growing up, the pastor read their resignation letter and then we acknowledged it. As I got older and watched some other circumstances, I saw in certain cases that that staff member um, read their own resignation. I think a lot of it depended on the circumstances. You know, what what are the circumstances? Is If there was any possibility that there could be ill will, I think oftentimes a key leader is probably going to read the resignation. But if it's, you know, let's say a church is sending out their youth pastor to be a church planter and he's going to start a new church. And so he's resigning or he's, you know, um, I, I think it's okay to, to let that person share what God's doing in their life. Um, that's my personal take. I know not everyone agrees with that, but you know, you've got to, again, be gracious, be supportive, and then you got to determine actually who's going to inform the church. Right. And you may or may not know when this is coming. If you're the pastor and you know, this person kind of blindsides you um, and then reads their own letter. But if you can, as the pastor, as a pastor, if you know this is coming and you know that that person may take the opportunity to speak badly in front of the congregation, it would probably be better. You be the gatekeeper and say, well, let me let me just share that with them and let's be gracious, you know, encourage them to, to leave well. Some of the things we're saying to pastors, pastors, you say to your staff. Yeah, that's huge. So the other thing on this is I think you're going to do something. You know, when I've resigned, the church has had usually had a party. You know, isn't that funny? We have a party. Wait, we're getting rid of you finally. But <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, there's going to be some kind of reception. You're going to do something to honor the time that someone has put in. Um, but the day of the resignation, you need to allow the church an opportunity to let their feelings feel so to speak mm -hmm. so i think you should you know allow a church an opportunity to show their appreciation yeah and again the the pastor should be the one to start that off if it's a staff member um you you be the one who starts off the appreciation um even if you didn't always get along again this is a time to be gracious um, to be thankful and to be thankful before your congregation and share with them that we should appreciate this person. If they've given years and years, which a lot of great volunteers or staff members have given years of their lives to serve your church, we should always be gracious. And so, you know, be the leader in that. But if, if you're, you know, for you as a pastor, you know, when you're leading, allow your folks to um, deal with some of that emotion too. And, and so that day that we shared our resignation with our last church, we stayed around for quite a, quite a while that day, just letting people talk, vent, whatever they needed to do, hug, cry, you know? And so it was, it's important that you give them, like you said, the chance to feel their feelings. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things, you know, we've talked about, when let's say a new pastor comes in and he inherits a staff, you know, sometimes, sometimes staff members don't get along with a new pastor or something. And so maybe you're a little bit sideways. It's not that it's bad. It's just, you recognize it's not going to work. And so maybe a staff member wants to move on or something like that. And so they resign 
And you might be excited that you're going to get to, you know, call someone new to put in that role. But I'd encourage you to don't forget about the time that they've given to that church and honor that time. So make a big deal about them. Um, you don't do anything badly by acknowledging that they have served faithfully in that church. Yeah, giving honor where honor is due is a, is a good key um, in all those kinds of situations. You know, and like you said, Alan, you're not going to do anything bad by honoring someone. Uh, I would much rather default to that than I would um, speaking badly about someone or just ignoring them. Uh, that's not a good situation, and it it makes you're losing that that relationship. And so we want you to be able to continue to have a relationship. Yeah. So we've talked to you today about how you resign, and this is under normal circumstances. There are some times where you have abnormal circumstances. Most of the time, resignations are not shrouded in immoral behavior or unethical behavior most of the time it's because we're moving from one ministry role to another well yeah and we, i think alan it would be good for us to come back and and to uh talk about you know dealing with things uh when something illegal happens or or all those kinds of things and so uh but today we've been talking about those positive situations and um we you know I think one of the big things that Alan put in our note that is so important is to be gracious um, in, in this process. This is an important deal. So, uh, you know, we've been talking about resignations. Those are going to happen. We're, we're, we are the Enduring Churches podcast, but we understand people are going to move. God moves people. Um, and so we always need to be open to God's leadership. Uh, we want to follow him instead of just moving when we are upset with someone. But, uh, you know, if there's something that Alan and I can do to uh, maybe talk with you and help you through situations like this, we hope that you will get in contact with us. And, and maybe you can share this podcast with somebody that you know is considering this and will help them to do this well. Uh, again, we want you to maintain those relationships. So thank you so much for listening today to our podcast. We appreciate you giving us time. Uh, please share this with someone else that, that may be benefit from it and give us some ideas. Maybe you have a situation that you're wondering if it, other people may have the same question. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much and, and tune in next time.